Welcome to the first edition of the IV Pod. We're going to do NFL picks. I'm going to do this in <clears throat> tiers, and I'm going to every week I'm going to challenge myself to get four super locks of the week. Even if I don't see them, I'm going to just make them. And this is an interesting week for the NFL because we had some really good teams lose week one. And I'm just going to start rolling through my super locks. I'm a diehard Packers fan, and they are not my super locks for the week. Not even close. But my first super lock of the week is Buffalo over the Raiders. I just think, <clears throat> here's what, not a big Buffalo fan. I honestly think they could struggle to make the playoffs in a really, really tough AFC. But they have Josh Allen, and he lost them week one because all he had to do was not turn the ball over against that Jets team who had one of the worst quarterbacks in the league in Zach Wilson after Aaron Rodgers went down. And that team rallied. I was impressed with their ability to in-game rally against a superior opponent, but I'm not sure how much better that rest that Buffalo roster actually is over the Jets. And I think that game kind of proved that the Jets really just need to go out and get a competent quarterback and let the rest of that team just roll because they've got playmakers galore. They've got one of the better defensive linemen in the league in Quentin Williams. they got one of the best corners in Sauce Gardner. They've got a good defense around them. They've got playmakers. They've got Brees Hall, electrifying running back. They've got Garrett Wilson, who looks like one of the easily top 10 receivers in the league if he just had a quarterback. He had terrible quarterback play last year and still had over 1,000 yards as a rookie. And that touchdown catch, oh, my gosh, that was just terribly thrown ball. And he just was like, nah, nope, I'm catching it. It's mine. Touchdown. So I'm going Buffalo over the Raiders, who I do not believe in. They squeaked out a win against Denver, but I just don't see I don't see them winning again. I just don't think Buffalo is going to go 0-2 to the Raiders. If they do, ban me for making picks, but I just don't see this one. I really don't. Line is Buffalo by 8. That is my first super lock of the week. I'm going to say Buffalo covers that. Let's go. I do think the Raiders will get some points. I'm going to go 27-17 Buffalo. I think it could be even bigger than that, but they cover the spread. My second super lock of the week is the Cowboys over the Jets. Had Aaron Rodgers been in, we might be talking a different story. They got Zach Wilson. This guy, let me tell you, one of the worst quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. And it's partially because he goes out and calls out the team last year after they <laughs> he throws for, I think it was less than 100 yards in the wind and says his defense needs to play better in a single-digit single digit game. If you can't read the locker room like that and you you just don't look like a quarterback with the pocket presence or team awareness, maybe playing with Rodgers helped a micro like a little bit for a few weeks. I don't believe it. I mean, he wasn't a complete dumpster fire week one. He only threw a pick. But <laughs> the Cowboys D is a little bit different of a story than Buffalo's D. I don't see any, any chance at all that – the Cowboys lose this game. It's an eight and a half point line at the moment. I'm going to generously say the Cowboys only win by 17. <laughs> the only scenario I see that the Jets stay in this game is the defense plays as lights out as week one. Dak turns into interception Dak again from last year. And it's pretty much a replay week one. But that 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 took everything, the stars aligning, for the Jets to win that game with a walk-off punt return in overtime. Don't get me wrong. It was awesome. I just don't see a way it happens again um, this week. I there's just 
I would be absolutely shocked if the Jets actually won. As good of a defense as they have with the playmakers they have on offense, you've got to have a quarterback at least playing competently for your team to for it to work. And I just don't see this one. There's just no way. And it's in Dallas. And I legitimately believe Dallas's defense. Not. I don't think they're winning a lot in the playoffs. We'll see. It could be wrong this year. We'll see, though. But the um, Cowboys' D, I think, is the top three defense in the league, and their offense should be top ten. Should be. They, they could play conservatively, and they should still win 12, 13 games, and this is going to be another one of those games. I'm going to go Cowboys 27, Jets 10. They'll coast. Next uh, super lock of the week, so that's two. My third one, this was actually tough to get to four, but this third one was not hard. As good as the Rams played week one, I don't see a scenario – that the Rams go 2-0 against uh, San Francisco, who I also think. And it is in L.A. It's in L.A. I'll give them that. But they don't have home fields. They don't have a home field advantage. They just don't. They're in L.A. So there's And it's a Cali game, so there's going to be a lot of San Francisco 49er fans traveling down, which isn't that long of a drive. <laughs> it's only a seven-point spread at the moment. I'm a little surprised by this, that it's not more than that Buffalo game. Um, I think the 49ers are going to crush the Rams. I really just do. I'm going to go. I think their offense is going to roll. I think it's going to be a 28-14. I, just, I think it'll be at least a 14-point win. I think they're going to crush them. It could be even more than that. Maybe the Rams are a little better than I expected. They did beat Seattle week one, but I think San Fran is a top three team in the league. All they have to do is keep Brock pretty healthy, and they're going to be a contender. Absolutely. Their team is just stacked. I don't see a scenario in which that, that happens, that the, 40, that the Rams win. My fourth super lock of the week. This was really, really, really tough to get this a fourth one. I'm going to try to get four every week, but this one was hard. Saints over the Panthers. I just don't believe in Carolina. It's only a three-point line. I would go above that if I was betting on it. I would take the Saints absolutely over Carolina. This was one me and my one of my friends in our pick'em debated, and I just told him I just don't believe in Carolina. I don't think they're going to get a lot of wins. Bryce Young might end up being a good quarterback, but they didn't surround him with weapons. Thielen was hurt last week, and that's their probably their best receiver or DJ Chark. I don't I don't, I don't even know. They didn't do him any favors at all. Uh, they their defense was decent last year, but I just don't see this. Like, I'm surprised the Lions only three. I'm not a, I don't think the Saints are going to be world beaters, but I do think they could win that division and easily. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, unless Baker Mayfield has a great year with the Bucks, which is asking a lot. I, I, I don't see this one. I don't see why it's only three. I think the Saints are going to cover that easily. I think they're going to win by, we'll say 10, I think 27, 17. So those are my four super locks of the week. So I did this in tiers. My next one is the ones I feel pretty good about. I had five in this category, and then I had six iffy and no's, like ones I would not bet on. My first pretty good one, and I'm, this is interesting. I almost moved this to iffy, but I just don't believe since he is going to go 0-2 two years in a row. Since he's playing Baltimore, it's in Cincinnati. They're three-point favorites. I do believe that... I just don't believe Cincinnati's going to go on too. I think Burrow had a lot of rust. I think he's still going to have some rust. But the Ravens losing 
one of their corners for for quite a while, and the running back for the season I think is going to hurt them. Um, I didn't see anything from week one to prove to me that Odell Beckham Jr. is still Odell Beckham Jr. I did like what I saw from Zay Flowers. They've got some weapons on offense. I get it. But Cincinnati should be the better team. This is going to be an important game for them to win if they want to stay in that divisional race, which I'm going to be honest, looks like a really tough division. I think Cleveland's going to be – I can't believe I'm saying this. I think they're going to be a hard team to beat this year. Um, try not to overreact from week one. It's hard to do that. But I do believe Cincinnati will cover that. I think they'll win by a little more than three. I'm going to go 27 to 20, Cincy over Baltimore. Okay, my next one that I actually feel pretty good about, this one took a lot of convincing. Um, this was a tough one. Like We were talking about it in our pick but uh, I just don't believe in the Bears. I don't. I feel pretty good about the Bucs uh, covering that two-and-a-half-point spread at home. It is in Tampa Bay. I think the Bears are a dumpster fire team. And I think that they are going to struggle hard to score points against Tampa's D. I don't think Justin Fields is a real quarterback. What I saw in that game week one, it could have been overreaction. I'm a Packers fan, but... I saw Jordan Love looking like a real NFL quarterback. He made some throws. He missed some, too. I saw some misses. But he made plays. Fields didn't. I, I watched him turn the ball over twice, but I only saw garbage time passes. He, he had some good runs, like he always does. He's a good running back. I don't see an NFL quarterback there. And I think the Bucks D uh, last year was better than Green Bay. I think this year could be better again. should be close. At best for the Packers, I think their defense could be significantly improved. But the Bucks were ninth in DVOA last year, and I think that they're going to clear that two and a half point line over the Bears. So I'm going to go Bucks uh, over the Bears. I think that they'll win. I actually think they're going to win pretty handily. I think it's going to be like a 20. I don't think the Bears are going to score a lot of points. I'll go 27-17. 10 point win. I keep going similar scores on those, but. Next one I feel pretty good about is uh, Miami over New England. I just think Miami's offense is uh, a little uh, little bit too much for New England's D. I believe that Miami will cover the two and a half. I think Belichick will keep it close. I don't think they're gonna, Miami's going to completely explode on New England, but I think they'll have some big plays. They may struggle to run, but I think I don't think Tua's going to struggle to pass. Tyreek Hill and Waddle are just special. And Tua, when he's healthy, is he's just getting better. I don't know if he's going to stay healthy all year, but I think they'll win that game. Um, I'll go 27-20. I think the Patriots will struggle to score. I think they'll keep it close, but I just don't think they can hang with Miami. And last season, Miami looked pretty good. Uh, the rest of my last two are my pretty goods I feel pretty good about. Uh, Monday night game, Cleveland over Pittsburgh. I do think Cleveland is going to – I think they're going to beat Pittsburgh. I think – I. I was a little bullish on Pittsburgh to start the season, and it's not. I'm not trying. It's not just an overreaction from week one. But here's what I'm worried about: Cleveland's pass rush, getting to Kenny Pickett, making him run for his life. Um, I think Pittsburgh's Cleveland's D is better than overall than Pittsburgh's, and um, they've got a real running game. And I haven't seen it from Najee Harris yet. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. I don't think they even need to ask Watson to do a ton. Cooper, Amari Cooper might miss that game. That could be critical, but they still have Elijah Moore. They have Nick Chubb, and they have Joku. They've got some playmakers, and Watson doesn't need to play an A-level game for them to win, in my opinion. He could just be like a B-level point guard. Like they, He could almost just be a caretaker, I think. 
And I think they can beat this Pittsburgh team. I think they're just better. So I'm going to go Cleveland over Pittsburgh. I'll say they keep it. Pittsburgh fights and keeps it close. We'll go 24-17. My last one I feel pretty good about for the week is the Chiefs over the Jags. I just... I just don't see – it's really simple. I don't see Mahomes going on to. He got two of the best guys at their positions back in the league that were out week one. And what I saw in that Lions-Chiefs game is I saw the Lions play pretty solid on D, and they had two scoring drives, and Detroit's offense didn't look electric, and that was without Chris Jones. So I saw the Chiefs struggling at receiver. I think they're going to need to make a move long term. I don't think these receivers will get it done. I do think they're going to need to go out and get a vet. If the Bucks struggle, maybe like a Mike Evans. But getting Kelsey back and Jones is worth like a 7 to 10 point swing in my book. And I think the Chiefs will cover this one. I do think it'll be tough. It'll be like that playoff game. I'm going to go 27. It's a three and a half point line. I'm going to go 27-21. Kansas City wins. Those are my pretty goods. I'm going to be back shortly with part two of the pod. We're going to go over the ifies and no's. Like the, the ones I'm not feeling great about for this week. Okay, I'm back with part two, episode one of the IV pod. Okay, <laughs> and I've worked a lot of convincing with my Packers buddy on our, we do this uh, weekly pick them. <laughs> and I've, I, so I did four tiers. I have my super locks. I had four of those for the week. The ones I feel pretty good about, you know, I'd actually like if I had money, I'd probably still bet on them. I had five in that category. Okay, so the remaining uh, six games, we did pick um, in our pick and we picked Philly, which was good. Minnesota proved to me they, you know, have Kirk Cousins. Uh, they got one of the best tight ends in the league. They got a really good rookie receiver, probably one of the top two or three receivers in the league in Justin Jefferson. Good for them. What about the rest of that team? They, they don't have an O-line or a defense. But they, um, they did what they did last year. They tried to come back against Philly. Philly is just too good of a team and was able to run all over them, so they put it away. So we did get that Philly game right. Now to our iffies. I'm a little iffy on Green Bay. I don't know if I'd bet on them. I still think they should win this game. Here's what it comes down to for me. Aaron Jones, and uh, back to Yari's question, well, I'm not sure about today, but Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are out. I am worried about that because Aaron Jones was huge week one for the Packers. Here's why not being a homer, I think the Packers should win this game. Atlanta's got... Two legit running backs, and honestly, if Patterson played, he probably could still play too. Uh, Allegier and this rookie, uh, Bajan Robinson. And I have both of them in a fantasy league, and I'm starting Robinson, and I'm debating on Allegier at the moment. Game's starting in about 40 minutes. Here's where <laughs> I think the Packers should win. Stack the box and make make Desmond Ritter throw the ball. He, he had one really good pass last week, and he still was barely over 100 yards in a win. I think he threw 119 last week. That's terrible. Like, in all honesty, all Green Bay should do, they've drafted a ton of guys on defense, stack the box, make Atlanta throw it, and you win. I, it's that simple. If this defensive coordinator can't figure that out, and I think Robinson and Algier are both special, I'm being honest, but they should be able to slow them down enough to win. I'm predicting Green Bay wins 27-17. I do think Atlanta's pass rush, I'm a little bit worried about them getting home with Bakhtiari out, but we still have A.J. Dillon. Um, he's a solid back. We still have Dubs and Reed at receiver. Bunch of unproven guys, but I don't think Atlanta's D is the D that's going to stop us. If Green Bay was playing San Fran 
Dallas, even Philly this week. I'd pick any of those teams. I don't think Green Bay is as good as those teams. I'm not just being a homer. But Atlanta, they should be able to win. If they can't win this game, then we're in for a long season. Because I think Atlanta's probably, like at best, an eight-win team. I don't really believe in them without a quarterback. I think they'll win some games because the running backs will be special. And our defense has been questionable. But drafting Van Ness, getting um, Wyatt last year and Quay Walker, we should have enough to at least slow them down enough to win that game. Atlanta's The line has flipped from one and a half Green Bay favored. This is a big line switch this week to Atlanta by three. I, I just I think Green Bay wins. I think they win by 10. I don't think 27-7. Well, you know, i got to do a different score. Let's go 24-14. I do think Atlanta's going to struggle to score. Um, I really do. I think we're a much better team than Carolina. We'll find out. Jordan Love looked like a legitimate NFL quarterback. We'll see if he's actually above average or just average or even slightly below. But Desmond Ritter's in that way below average category. Like, I'm not sure this guy deserves to start, but they don't have another option. So he's getting the job this year. And um, I just, I just, it, that's it. It comes down to that for me. Speaking of quarterbacks, so I'm going Green Bay. Next one. <laughs> Washington at Denver. Battle of the amazing quarterbacks in Sam Howell and Russell Wilson. So... <laughs> If this was four years ago, <laughs> it was that type. It was that Russell Wilson. I'd pick Denver in a landslide. But I just uh, so I heard about this on a pod, and this was interesting to me. There's a coaching bump every year. Every year you get a coach like the Giants, who had one of the worst coaches in the league. Then they get Brian Dayball, and he made Daniel Jones look competent. They even won the playoff game. Um, he actually made Daniel Jones look. They used him as a they made him run the ball a lot. It was it worked. That's what he, Daniel Jones should be doing. He's not a probably he's never going to probably be the type to go back there and sling it forty times, and you're not going to win a lot of games that way, especially with their lack of receivers. Um, get to the Giants game after this one since we made a lot of Giants points there. Um, Denver should win against Washington. Here's why: Sean Payton isn't going to want to go on two. I think it's going to be a really close game. I was thinking about this earlier. I actually think they're going to cover by less than the spread, which is three and a half. I'm going to go Denver wins 20 to 17. Here's why. They're just going to ask Russell Wilson not to make a lot of mistakes. And I don't think Sean Payton's going to give him a long leash after last season. I think they'll he's he has enough gusto to he's going to bench Wilson if they go two and four, two and five, something like that, I, which they may. They're going to go to Jared Stidham if Wilson keeps playing like crap like last week. He had a great first half and then did nothing against the Raiders of all teams, and they lose by one. Like this, They've got too much talent on defense, but a really questionable offense. Whereas Washington has some playmakers on D, but I'm a little worried about, I don't know about Sam Howell. They barely covered against Arizona. Like, they barely won. I'm not feeling great about this one, but I'll go Denver. Okay, next one I'm not feeling amazing about – um, I can't believe I moved this one here, but it's I'm a little worried about it. Like, is Seattle as bad as they looked week one, and is Detroit as good as they looked? And my answer to both is I don't think so. I think Detroit beat Kansas City because Chris Jones and Kelsey are out. Kansas City's gotten cute with their receivers and hasn't they didn't replace um, they didn't replace Juju Smith Schuster and Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling as a Packers fan. He's an 
he can look great as a deep threat. He'll have some big games, but he's not a he's not a elite route runner by any means, and um, he just is more of a specialist. He's not really a good starting receiver. The two or three, it's a three at best, honestly. He's okay, three. So they've got all these rookies, and I'm wondering they've got all these young guys. I'm wondering if any of them are going to pan. Like Tony got open a bunch last week, but did he lost in that game? It was. If, you're, if you picked one player, why did Kansas City lose? It was Tony. The pick six and any of those and those other three drops that he had. So Seattle, I'm worried about this one because I don't know if Detroit is as good as advertised. Their defense looked good. Their offense didn't look great like week one. And it was against Kansas City in, in Kansas City. That's a hostile environment. But I'm worried that Seattle's pass game is going to get going. Geno Smith is going to – this is going to be a really interesting week for him. Is he going to continue to look regress? Is he going to continue to regress like he did week one and at the tail end of last season when they fell apart? Or is he going to get it going? He's got this – from all accounts, this rookie is a playmaker, and then you still got Lockett and DK Metcalf getting to 250 yards in that range – against most teams should be doable. And Detroit, while they have some players, they should still have, I really believe, a bottom half defense. They've got, I like this coach, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I don't think the Lions are going to be like some world beater. I know they beat the Chiefs and that's huge. They looked like they wanted to belong. I like that. That being said, all that, I'm still going to go Lions because it's in Detroit, and I think they're going to squeak out a win. I actually don't think they're going to cover the spread. I think they'll win. Let's go 24-21. I think they're going to cover. They're going to win by three. The spread is four and a half, so I'm going under the line on that one. Okay, my last iffy one is the Giants, and it's only because they lost by 40. I'm just worried about that. Arizona, surprisingly, with that really amazing coach with his <laughs> – with his speeches, do you have a fire in you? And he's like, do you have a fire? It, 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 like he made me want to fall asleep. And But the team played the opposite of that on the field. They actually played with some fight with a quarterback that I don't know if he even deserves to be a backup, but he went out there and didn't turn the ball over a bunch. Good for him. And they hung on there against Washington. The Giants should be a better team than Washington, so we're going to see how they do this week. And... Um, this is going to be an interesting game. I, I do think the Giants will win. I think they'll just cover that spread. I'm going to go 20. Let's go 23-17. I think they'll just barely cover it. Okay, the two I would absolutely stay away from that I don't feel great about, but I still think the Chargers, even without Ackler, I think Tennessee is fading. Here's my worry. Is this a kitchen sink game for Mike Frable, who I respect as a coach? Is he going to... Just throw everything at the wall. I, I just worried Tannehill's done. You get to a here's a problem. You get to an age as a quarterback. Rogers, you know, just got hurt. But um, here's my worry. You get to an age as a quarterback. Some guys get to like you know they're good system quarterbacks. They have some decent seasons. Maybe a Pro Bowler once or twice. That sound like Ryan Tannehill a little bit. And he hit 35, and you just fall off a cliff. And I'm worried he got hurt last season, but I'm worried he hit that cliff. And I'm worried that he just um, – I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if he's still going to be a starter. It might be 
Malik Willis time. I don't know. This is interesting. I, I, I don't know. I do think the Chargers win this game. I think it's going to be a – I'm just worried their offense is going to be as physical as Tennessee can be. I'm worried the Chargers offense is just a little bit too explosive, um, even though I don't believe in them as a team and the coach. And I'm going to be controversial here. I'm not a big um, Herbert fan. Don't blow a 28, low lead, 28 to nothing lead in a playoff game. Just start with not doing that because that's awful. <laughs> um, don't feel great about this one. It's in Tennessee. I don't think they want to go into, but I don't think the Chargers will. I think the Chargers barely cover. I'll give them a seven-point win, but I don't feel amazing about it. We'll go uh, 24-17. And then Colts, Texans. That's a really tough one. Battle the rookie uh, quarterbacks. This was one of my – if I was betting, I would stay away from it. Because uh, D'Amico Ryan's former 49ers defensive coordinator goes to Houston. What's the one part of their team? Because I like this guy. I think he's going to be a good coach. Just they give him time. What's the one part of the team that should be competitive and fight is the D. That being said, I, I think this Richardson kid for Indy is going to be special, even though he's lacking weapons with Taylor out. Pittman's his only decent threat at receiver. I just believe Indy's going to squeak that one out. I think he'll make enough plays. Um, we'll go even a little slightly higher score. I'll, I'll, I think Richardson's going to have a day. I think it'll be 31. Uh, it's a one-point line. I think they're easily going to cover that. I'll go 31-21. I think Indy wins by 10. I just don't think Houston's... I think they'll improve from last year. They'll look better as a team. They'll get a few more wins. I just don't feel like this is one of them. So going to Indy. So those are my two stayaways. So... I'll uh, have those tiers every week. I'll be doing picks on Saturdays or Sundays every week. This is part two of the IV pod. We're going to do a recap and see how I did on these picks. It'll probably be a, a one-part pod, maybe a two. We'll come back and see how we did on the picks. So I know it's retroactive. Um, I'm going to count the Minnesota loss. So I should have done a pod before. But I had Philly, so that's one. You know, but most people picked Philly, so no big deal. So 1-0 on those picks last week in my Pick'em League. We were 11-5. So let's see how this week goes. I'm very, very interested, especially my Packers. They start in about 30 minutes. This is going to be a fun week. We're going to get a lot of information because overreaction, you know, Monday after week one is an easy thing to do. Now we've got a little bit more information. Let's see how these teams look. So we'll be back. <laughs>